Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day, build momentum, and better your life. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to day 310 of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. I could spend all frickin' season talking about the value of establishing a conscious mindfulness and meditation practice. And I'll spare you the full season, but for the next week, I am going to be doing a series on how to get started with meditation practice, even if you've never considered doing it before, and some of the perks that can come with it. That said, As a hopefully unnecessary disclaimer, considering I'm an agnostic white woman from Florida, I do feel inclined to remind everybody that I am by no means an expert or even close to the best authority or resource for this information. As always, I want to strongly encourage you to do your own research. There are far more experienced, 
well-practiced, and just plain better humans than me that are so graciously sharing their incredible knowledge and expertise for free all over the internet. I have linked just a few of the countless available resources that I've used in today's episode below in the description box, but because I personally know that I can't stand when people give me unsolicited homework, I figured I'd go ahead and share my personal research with y'all in hopes it'll give you the encouragement that you need to establish your own practice and further your own education on the subject. The history of mindfulness and meditation is incredibly important and often overlooked. So today we're starting there because honoring roots is a critical piece in learning and respecting cultures without appropriating them. Plus, if we continue to choose to skip learning the real history of things, we will end up perpetuating negative cycles and losing sight of the meaning of these practices that are meant to do the opposite. So today, I wanted to start with touching briefly on the history of meditation. Some archaeologists date meditation back to as early as 5000 BCE, and the practice itself has religious ties in ancient Egypt and China through Judaism, Jainism, Sikhism, and of course, Hinduism and Buddhism. But there is evidence that nearly all religious and spiritual practitioners have utilized some form of meditation through all of recorded history. That said, it's important to note that yoga and Ayurveda, which are deeply entwined with meditation practice, were banned in India under British rule and colonization, which reminds me of the alarming reality that all indigenous religious practices were outlawed in the U.S. until 1978. So, if I want to properly respect and honor the cultures that have been so formative in my own mental health and well-being, I can't deny that our modern society the one that I actively benefit from, has once again whitewashed and co-opted a practice that not long ago, the creators of which were actively punished for. And in an effort to decolonize my own learning, I also can't overlook the fact that as Westerners, we have adopted meditation and made it more a focus on the individual as opposed to becoming a more conscious member of the collective. Instead of honoring the intention of these beautiful and life-altering practices, we instead are taught to use meditation as a means of escapism or another way to just become more productive and complacent in a broken system. Mainly because capitalism is undeniably good at rebranding, we must not overlook the reality that major corporations are currently repackaging mindfulness and meditation practice as a way to prioritize profits over humanity. If CEOs and business execs are using mindfulness to cope with dehumanizing employees and consumers, it might be time to admit we've lost the thread a little bit. In the Zero to Three article linked in my show notes, the author says, Decolonized mindfulness consists of practices and teachings to overcome colonized Western beliefs and values that support the change of the individual to fit society rather than transformation of the system to support all individuals which immediately reminded me of another quote from an amazing article titled How to Decolonize Your Yoga Practice. The author, Susanna Barataka, says, Yoga is not now, nor has it ever been, a practice aimed at physical mastery for its own sake. Nor is it a practice aimed at stress reduction so we can function as better producers and consumers in a capitalist society. 
Yoga was originally intended to prepare the body as a foundation for unity with the spirit. The limb of asana aims at strengthening the body. Asana, along with dhyana or meditation, aim to harmonize the body with breath in order to attain deeper and deeper states of meditative awareness or samadhi. The purpose of this kind of meditative awareness is to experience practice and live oneness of the mind, body, and soul with the divine. This kind of freedom is called samadhi or liberation. It is ironic that practice meant to free us has become so confining. And I'm sharing this with you all today so tomorrow I can dig into the actionable ways to improve our lives through the implementation of these practices without overlooking the reality and the danger that come from ignoring the history. Because when we choose to ignore history, however ugly it may be, we will continue to perpetuate the toxic cycles again and again. And we can't escape what we don't know. And as the Conscious Lee says on Instagram, Education is elevation, and I am trying to get and stay elevated. And as we get and stay elevated together, I will talk to you tomorrow on another episode of Make Your Damn Bed. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed.